0: Hello
1: guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys, you're so very welcome to another video on NarcCon. On this channel, as so many of you already know from being here for quite some time, we deal with all things in relation to narcissism and the narcissistic personality disorder. At the moment, we're dealing with the female narcissist in particular, but all characteristics of narcissism are interchangeable between the female and the the male gender. Today, just as a second part to the podcast on how to spot a female narcissist, I would like very much to get into how to deal with a female narcissist while you're in a relationship with one or afterwards. And in order to do this, um, one of you guys, one of our community has very kindly written to me with an account of his relationship with a female narcissist, which lasted over a year. Um, It's always transactional. It's very hard to look back on, but it's very educational to look back on. So I was hoping with this personal account, it might resonate with some of you and it might just give a bit more clarity in order to a normal, you know, what's termed as inverted commas, a normal relationship, intimate relationship with a female narcissist. And can I just say to you, you know, this is an amazing community. This is an outstanding, astounding, amazing community that I'm so proud to be part of and so grateful as all of you, you know, we receive this information. It's life changing and it's life saving. So thank you very much to the person who contributed his story and has allowed me to share the details of it in order to help fellow human beings to understand their relationships with narcissists and to see that they can present like very normal type of relationships when you're going through it you don't see with the clarity you see retrospectively when you put it all together um, so sit back and buckle up for this is this is, a, this is a, a long account but there's so much great educational information in this and remember looking back you know it's great to see when we look back, at the mistakes that we made but these are these things that happen in the relationship are subtle and it's only when we look back sometimes that we see things more with clarity so we have to forgive ourselves for not seeing the red flags or ignoring them or trying to you know see them as problems that were solvable so please if anyone's beating themselves up you know looking back and say why the hell did I stay or why didn't I get out earlier we all go through this. You know, we don't know about narcissism initially. We're in a blank situation. So, you know, if you do say, my God, why didn't he get out quicker or I wouldn't have stayed for that it's not as simple as that when you're actually in it when you're in it you don't have the clarity that you have retrospectively or when you've got the education but listen let's get into it and I hope some of it resonates and we're going to look at this personal account in relation to how to deal with a female narcissist or what you could have done maybe or could do going forward if you find yourself in this situation and basically going to use this personal account and stop every now and again in relation to what one could do in certain situations like this person has found themselves in in this relationship okay so I won't mention any names but here's what happened in my relationship for info I am not looking for any replies or anything, just wanted to share this. I believe that the person I was dealing with was a covert narcissist. So to start, some very interesting character traits I found with my ex. Sorry, guys, I'm just trying to get uh, my technical skills aren't the best, trying to get the email to move here. Okay, to start, some very interesting character traits I found with my ex. She had a history of falling out with people in academia and in a work environment. Always the victim, of course. So guys, red flag there. And this is in retrospect that this is, has come to light. She ran her own business that was nothing to do with her educational background, working all alone all day in a self-run shop just painting furniture, which is completely non-intellectual. Like she was painting away the hours, probably quite sad and unhappy alone. This goes against some beliefs that narcissists cannot be alone. She was alone because it was the only work she could do where she wouldn't fall out with people, I'm guessing. Now that's interesting. So this narcissist may not have been... um, as socially skilled getting, getting on with people or people found her out too quickly. She wasn't able to maintain her mask. So that's what uh, the person is believing is the case in this situation. Also, she got fuel from posting pictures of her finished works on social media. So she may have got her fuel in this way without direct contact with people, but got the fuel back from the social media setting and used her primary source of supply and family as fuel sources. Okay. Sorry, guys. I just flipped up on me there. Okay. She has only had one job in her lifetime, not self-employed, lasting only a year working with others in a university whom she fell out with. So again, look at the employment history as we said in the initial um, podcast on how to spot a narcissist. She had a doctorate in psychology. Now this is ironic since she had no idea about basic concepts of healthy communication or relationship behavior, i.e. conflict, resolution, etc. And a complete inability to ever be wrong about anything or self-reflect. That's two signs of a narcissist for sure. Someone who's always right about everything will never admit to being wrong, lack of accountability and no self-reflection. Higher academic qualifications are supposed to be centred around self reflection. I was a university lecturer myself. So this person is very well educated. And um, it's the best of us they go for, guys. So never feel bad about having been taken in by a narcissist. The most intelligent they like to work on. The paradox that when I once said you have difficulty accepting criticism. She flew off the handle into a fit of rage when I said it. It was as if her doctorate was about proving herself to be better than anyone else and only for that purpose. So it's pointed out here that she had supremely good qualifications but didn't work at it. So was looking at the doctorate itself as her source of accolade her status and her reason for being, even though she wasn't practicing it. It's kind of like a badge that they will pin onto the mask. Since once she had achieved it, she left academia completely and started painting furniture and seems to have no interest in psychology at all unless questioned. Of that and then of course she knows it all, talking down to whoever she's she's talking to, she had no close stroke deep relationships with any friends. In one year, I met only two and inverted commas friends in her life. And one she looked down on inverted commas, who was a very submissive, low self-esteem girl. And the other person I met once on that occasion simply said hello and then walked off to hang around with others, completely ignoring her for the rest of the evening. So another sign, I mean not all of us have loads of friends, but and some narcissists do have loads of friends. So it's just look at the interactions with other people. This narcissist particularly liked to have a small fuel matrix in relation to possibly not being able to manage the mask as well. She literally was like um, an incestual husband and wife relationship with her mother. I have watched your video on the next source of supply is mummy. Yeah, there is a video out, guys, on when the narcissist goes back to mummy. If she wasn't with me, she would be with her mum. Her mum telling her what to do, going on holidays together, etc., etc., Bickering like they were actually having the relationship. And I was second to that. Literally, she had no one else and her mother was quite controlling. She had done some awful things in the past. She sold her car with a 5,000 sterling problem to someone, not telling them about the problem, Um, actually congratulating herself on getting rid of the car. And you say, I found it bizarre she didn't think that there may be some repercussion to ripping someone off like that. Luckily, nothing ever happened. She also took inheritance from her father and failed to honour payment of the funeral funeral expenses that were written into his will, leaving her own auntie to pick up the bill, whom she had also fallen out with. Her father had been abusive, however, to her growing up. Now, this is... This is the story that this person was told. So I'm not so sure about um, the validity of that in relation to it being true. So we could just hold on that. There's often uh, stories of abuse in childhood with the narcissist, which leads us into being overcompensatory with them when they display bad behavior. And the mother, I assume, had overcompensated and created this narcissist and inverted commas. Her mother, I expect, was one too. She was bullied at school in her childhood, triggering my empathic wanting to feel sorry for her behavior. A lot of narcissists present with either an abusive childhood with a parent coupled with or separate to being bullied at school to enhance again your capacity to empathize and to overlook bad behavior. Never said sorry once about anything during the relationship or accountability or was accountable for anything. Never offered to pay for anything or said thank you after I had paid say restaurant bills. Okay. so. The sense of entitlement that you will pay for everything and anything. And also, guys, you can get caught out with this, particularly um, people of our middle to older generations, because it kind of is expected or was expected at that stage that men would pay for, for most things, particularly like bills in restaurants and things has changed a good bit in this day and age. But the female narcissist, even the younger ones, will have a sense of entitlement about you paying bills and often will just expect it as their due and not be too effusive with the thank yous, certainly not after the initial phase. When we went out, she was fine if it was just me and her. But if I went off and talked to friends, she would get really frustrated and kind of a cold undercurrent of rage that was kept inside if someone else was making me happy and not her. Again, they don't want you to be with your friends. They prefer to isolate you because they've better control over you in that way. They don't want your friends giving you the their opinions, perhaps that maybe you're with the wrong person or pointing things out to you or reflecting a sense of you back to you. So they want control. Control is everything. So keeping you close to them will give them a better sense of control. And seeing someone else controlling your emotions, i.e. making you happy or sad, is a threat to the narcissist's control. So again, this is another red flag. Dealing with a narcissist's behavior, you do not give all your time over to one person. You maintain a healthy life of your own, your own identity with your friends and family. That's a big, big um, no-no at the beginning of a relationship or throughout the relationship. Okay, she was extremely sweet and kind to my family in front of them. She was very materialistic, a nice home, nice furniture, jewellery, etc. She maintained very actively a public business persona of being a very caring and sweet, helpful person. But behind closed doors, she would often put down others who, in the same day, she had been really, really sweet to. I never felt a close connection with her at all during intimacy. It was strange but helped with the healing time post-relationship because the connection wasn't there ever. So I didn't feel as heartbroken or really miss her as much. In bed, she always had to be in control, another sign, and never wanted to try anything new or made any effort to be romantic or seductive. It's a transaction with narcissists. Now, some female narcissists, will use the romantic seductive stuff to get you hooked in. This person sounds very, very cold, very controlled and not that interested, very entitled, not that interested in making too much effort to love bomb. This also comes about when the narcissist feels they have their target or victim very well under control, so they put in less effort to please. So this could be what's going on in this circumstance here. It was almost like in all parts of her life, there was no appreciation of romance she didn't listen to music she had no interest in art or film or anything that might require you to feel or see or create beauty in things um as i said she was badly abused as a child by her father okay so whether she was or wasn't badly abused by her father she may have perceived that as being you know what she went through as being abuse or she's using this as an excuse just not to bother with the in the same interests that this that her writer had. So that is a possibility for an explanation there. Okay, so now we go into the relationship progressed as follows. So this might really resonate with some of you guys. Dating. The dating profile was professionally taken photos and she looks stunning. Also a cute dog in the pictures. In brackets, I guess subconsciously to attract empaths. Yeah, that's a very shrewd observation. This narcissist presented as sweet, caring and loving, um, but didn't show that within the relationship and was The mask was very sweet and caring, but in the home situation, this person was able to see that that was actually a mask and not genuine or not sincere. So she's actually really professionally got her photographs taken and is doing everything she can to present in the mask as a stunning, caring, beautiful, kind individual. First date felt like I was being interviewed and instantly felt like I was walking on eggshells during the first date. Now, big red flag. Trust your gut. Trust your gut, guys. She even said she wasn't sure about another date because I was nervous. I realise now that was my gut telling me that there was danger there. So she's being competitive. She's even triangulating you with maybe the fact you might not get another date. Um, she's even trying to groom you at this early stage. She turned up in her mother's expensive car. Her own was broken in on the drive that she later flogged, as previously mentioned. So the initial impression that this narcissist wanted to create was kind, caring, loving, stunning. Um, high-value entitled. And obviously, the writer was very taken with her and did feel that he wanted another date with her because she presented so well. Okay, so the start of the relationship. I took it slowly. However, she was continually asking for more time. The first hint I saw something wasn't right was when I said I wanted to spend time with my friends, had made other commitments. It was met with passive aggressive, fine. And then I said, what about the day or weekend after that he'd spend time with her, you know, then because she didn't seem too happy. This was met with I'm busy next weekend, passively, aggressively. In the end, I had to cancel on my friends. This was a continuous behaviour. She would not let me spend time tending to my own life, always demanding more and more time. This is the narcissist trying to control you more. Guys, never give up your friends and family. For any one person, it's a big red flag. They should, if they love you, be able to be really delighted for you to be getting on with your own life. So how to deal with a narcissist in this instances is if they put you under pressure to do that, take a big step back and don't do it. That's a boundary they're breaking down on you. Checking up on me when I was going on flights, etc. She almost ended the relationship because I had taken a flight somewhere other than where I told her I was going. It was a connecting flight. She had words with me about that. This is just all grooming, all grooming, guys. Not too much love bombing, however. Early on, I had literally revealed all about my past and difficulties growing up. She had hardly mentioned anything of her experiences with abuse or childhood. Even after a year, I hardly know anything about her past, despite trying to find out. A lot of narcissists will keep their own past private. They may just tell you the big whopper is like they were abused or they were bullied to play on your emotions and to control you guys. So there's a lot of grooming going on here very early on, and our writer is actually seeing that now in retrospect, again, you know, wanting to get closer to the narcissist. He revealed a lot about his past, his feelings and his difficulties growing up, which gave her the info and ammo she needed to groom him further. Early in the relationship, she was generally really sweet, quiet and nice. Okay, so She was keeping the initial mask on. She would want to spend as much time with me as she could. And we seemed to have so much to talk about. I found myself feeling like I really wanted to look after her and be as generous as I could and spend all my money on her. She seemed to have had a bad past telling me about how uncaring and boring her husband was. And I wanted to show her just how nice a man could be and just how nice life could be since she seemed like she had had limited experiences in life and had been very sheltered. This, guys, is a big mask that she's putting on that she's sheltered, that, you know, her experience of men has been bad. And she's really pushing this, that she's sweet, innocent, kind and nice. And she has she's been abused and she needs love. And she's stimulating our writer to pour out the love, be overly generous and not see it as a red flag because he wants to help her and show her that there are good men out there That's a female narcissist trick for you to be their hero and save them. Be really careful of that one, guys. Again, it's not a healthy thing to be doing or to, you know, to be pulled in. in that way is is not is a narcissist is a female narcissist trait. Okay, mid relationship. First huge argument happened four months in and this is so typical. Four to six months is when the narcissist will kind of. There's usually something at that stage. That's all I can say. And if that resonates with you and if that happened to you, please leave it in the comments for others. I took her to Greece. I paid for the holiday. Now, guys, I'm sorry, I'm after losing my place here. Um, I took her to a beautiful restaurant. on top of a mountain and rode a motorbike for over an hour up the mountain to get us there. The sunset was about to happen with candles, etc. We sat down, everything was perfect. And this was the pinnacle of the holiday I wanted to show her. And I'd been telling her about how romantic it was since the start of our relationship. So it was a big thing for me, having paid thousands to give her this wonderful experience. Just as the sun was setting and we were about to order food, she said, I'm too cold. I want to go. The waiter came over and I embarrassingly said, unfortunately, we're leaving. I then had to take her all the way back to the hotel an hour's ride away. And when we got there, every other possibility of just getting food was shut. I expressed that I was upset and she erupted into a rage. Now, honestly... The writer should be pretty annoyed about this, but it was the narcissist who erupted into a rage. I then removed myself from the situation such, a, such a, so as not to escalate it and went to a local bar. She then hunted me down and continued to follow me, raging at me. When I got up, And said, I'm going if you won't stop arguing with me. She shouted at me and said, you're going to leave me to walk back alone in the dark. I could be raped. She had actually walked down herself um, to have a go at me in the dark. Yep, they use that uh, manipulation. They use the threat of reporting you for rape. They use the threat of domestic violence. They always bring some drama into it in some way. And here she is using the manipulation that she would be in danger and it could be his fault if anything happened to her if he didn't stay with her. Devaluation, stroke, belittling. Um, She would have a go at me for just leaving the dishcloth in the wrong place. I was by this time trying my hardest not to trigger her into a rage, trying to help out with as much as I could around the house and cooking, having a go at me for things I couldn't have even known, like having a go at me for not emptying the dishwasher when I didn't know even, even know where things went in her home. OK, now this is uh, this is the bit where the narcissist brings her daughter in to the situation. Her daughter was quite Jackal and Hyde. She's obviously taking after her mother. She would be really nice to me and cuddly and then suddenly say something really rude to me. I would flag this up and say to my ex that your daughter needs to stop doing that. It's disrespectful. Once my ex, often my ex would take her daughter's side, both of them against me. Again, typical behavior of narcissists is not to correct their children when their children are having, you know, being disrespectful to their partners. They kind of groom their children to follow their behavior and are in some ways happy when the children have a go at you. Um, They definitely. They definitely aren't giving them healthy discipline or healthy guidance. And the children are also very messed up a lot of the time, particularly with unstable female narcissistic mothers. One week I stayed with her for four days. She was cold with me all of the four days out of nowhere. I had no idea what I had done wrong. She allowed her daughter to be abusive to me and wouldn't call her out on it. So I spent uh, four days being ignored and abused when I was only trying to be caring and help and show my love. I wasn't allowed to be with my friends, of course, doing things I enjoyed. Sorry, my technical skills, guys, I've lost my place again. Um, I wasn't allowed being be with my friends doing things I enjoyed after the four days I was just about to leave for an important meeting at work and she suddenly said are you happy I responded no not when you're treating me like this I don't even know why you're being so cold and your daughter results also being horrible to me and then I said are you She said, no, I want my key back. I just thought, what the... So threw threw her key back and walked out the door, not wanting to be upset for the big meeting I had to chair at work. Yep, another sign of narcissist... Once you have something big on, something you're looking forward to, something that's important to you, they will do their best to sabotage, to have an argument beforehand or to have an argument the night before so you don't get sleep. And when someone does that, this is not love, guys. This is not love. This is sabotaging you and wanting the worst for you, not the best for you. I then decided that I had had enough of the relationship and went no contact. After 48 hours, she uploaded new pictures to her dating profile that I had taken of her on holiday and updated her comments to reflect that she was looking for things that were unique to our relationship. I'm guessing to provoke me into contacting her. After a week, I caved in and got back in touch. She would reply angrily, Suggesting I was to blame for ruining the relationship. Well, there's a surprise, guys. Bit of blame shifting going on there. Periods of silent treatment, stroke stonewalling, driving me crazy, begging her to reply, until eventually, just out of nowhere, she dropped the whole argument like she had got tired of it and went back to being really nice again. Very unstable behaviour. Big red flag. When somebody does this, honestly, honestly, the best thing to do is to leave, that's that's the simplest to say. It's easy to see in retrospect, though, when you're in the midst of all that emotional turmoil, you just want to work things out. You've put a lot into the relationship. You want it to be okay.
0: Okay. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey guys, again, I'm just having trouble here
1: with the okay... So we continued to have a nice time for a month or two and all was fine. So we're getting near the end of the relationship. At 11 months, it was her birthday, Christmas, and lots of my family members' birthdays. I'd had enough of paying for everything. So without really thinking about it, I thought I would test making the relationship more equal. So we all kind of come to a point, guys, we're really fed up and we're seeing signs that things are very unhealthy in the relationship. And we're coming to a kind of an awakening. Sometimes we don't really want to see it, but we do start to push a few boundaries where our boundaries have previously been broken down. And how to deal with a female narcissist is to put boundaries in place and when they're grooming you out of a boundary you keep your boundaries strongly in place it sounds very simple it is very simple it's not very simple to do when you're not seeing when you're emotionally involved and in turmoil within the relationship you don't have the clarity of logic and you don't have the retrospective clarity and clear view of what was going on but We know in our hearts and souls that there's something not right. We know that. And eventually we get abused enough and fed up enough to begin to have the emotional cobwebs taken away from our eyes a little bit. And we decide to kind of stand up for ourselves a bit in the hope, really, that it won't be true when we do stand up for herself and ourselves and they'll actually love us. but when we do put the boundaries in, things do start to crumble because they don't love us and they don't want us to have boundaries. So let's read on and see what happened here near the end of the relationship. Okay, I'd had enough of paying for everything. So without really thinking about it, I thought I would test making the relationship more equal. I was concerned that she may feel that if I was paying for everything, she would feel she owed me something. So now I knew she had a lot of money. The inheritance had come in from her dad. I thought it was time maybe she started paying for things. It was a Sunday afternoon and we would usually go out. I said it would be I said it would be to go out and eat, but I'm feeling a lot I said it would be nice to go out to eat, but I'm feeling a lot of financial pressure at the moment with all the occasions. If we go out, is it okay for you to get this one? This is at the 11 month stage, you know, so that's another way to deal with a female narcissist is not to be paying for everything for 11 months. And I know our writer can see this now, but remember he was conned to believing that he would show her what a good man is like and give her a different view of life and men and... There's been nothing reciprocal coming back here. This person just took advantage of that, had no accountability and was happy to let you pay for everything. And when you do begin to put a little boundary in, let's see what happens. She reluctantly and almost whispered stroke nodded, OK then, looking unhappy about it. When the bill came in the restaurant later on, I said to her daughter, Mummy is getting this one because I felt uncomfortable to ask her directly. As she paid the bill, she looked at me as if she wanted to kill me, so angrily, like the devil. Then suddenly her face changed to sweet and innocent as soon as her daughter came into the frame. It was bizarre, almost scary. This was the first time I had ever asked her to pay a bill after 11 months of me paying for everything. This was followed up by a huge argument the next weekend. I explained that it would make our relationship healthier if it was more equal. She blame shifted me, accusing me of calling her a taker, which I never did, and not appreciating any of the cooking, etc. she did for me. I was always appreciative and very thankful when she cooked, often stating it was much better than eating out. During that argument, she gave me the silent treatment for a week and it lasted two weeks of emotional abuse aimed at me, putting me down, making me feel unimportant, like saying she did not have time to discuss this now, saying things like stop bothering me when I was desperately just apologizing for these things she had accused me of to try and resolve the conflict and stop her abuse Even admitting that I had done those things just so an apology was accepted when I knew well, I hadn't done anything wrong. Yep. As compromisers, as peacekeepers, as peacemakers, as over-introspecting individuals, people in narcissistically abusive relationships will actually apologize for things they haven't done just to appease the narcissist, to have some peace and to have some sense of normality, continuity and to stop the abuse. A sign of a female narcissist and how to deal with the female narcissist is to walk away from this type of abuse. Again, when you're in it, it's not so easy to see it for what it is. End of relationship. The month preceding the end of the relationship, I'd started to have enough of the belittling and devaluation and feeling of walking on eggshells and started to care less, having grown tired of it. So I started to loosen up and just ignore her requests. The final argument happened like this. We were in the kitchen and she was cooking so I thought I would help out by contributing. As I proceeded to prepare the food, she started to criticise me. I was very experienced in making this particular food item. As she proceeded to talk to me like a child who didn't know what he was doing, I got argumentative. Then recognising this, I decided to remove myself from the situation and go into the front room and play with her child to comfort the child in case she had heard us bickering. About 10 minutes later, my ex stormed into the front room, shouted at her child, come with me, we're going to the shop. We need to get away from this person. Her daughter was reluctant and didn't know where this anger had come from, nor did I, obviously. I then waited for 30 minutes for her to return and then she stormed in and told me to get out of her house. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. All I had done was remove myself from a situation to diffuse an argument and comfort her child in case she had heard us arguing. I then smirked at her and said, I cannot believe what you're doing. What have I done wrong to deserve this? Then in front of her own mother and child, she shouted, get out. I then promptly left in disbelief, having to drive two hours home without having eaten anything. Very erratic behavior, but the writer had taken himself out of the situation, which is the advice. When a narcissist starts arguing with you and belittling you for no reason, absolutely, the best thing to do is to remove yourself. It's basically going no contact in a present situation. This gives the narcissist no control, so they will take it back by coming after you and arguing, putting you out of the house, being abusive, etc., etc., to regain control. You're not allowed to leave the situation. They need to tell you to leave. When I returned home, she had blocked me on all social media. No explanation, nothing. Well, is that familiar to us or not, guys? A day later, she unblocked me stating, I have come on here to make sure you know our relationship is definitely over, in, in big capital letters. I will not tolerate you, tolerate you involving my daughter in our arguments. And inverted commas, this was what she had done, not me. I was sheltering the child from it. She then blocked me again this after a year or of paying for everything multiple holidays looking after and building relationship with her child and family and the day before she had bought me a desk asking me to move in and telling me she loved me and then this out of nowhere with 24 hours after with 24 hours of that It would leave you speechless, guys, but it's a personality disorder. It's a disordered person. And that's what the narcissist is with a disordered personality. And that's why we cannot wrap our head around the quick making of us black, making of us white, all could happen five times within a day. It's all about their control, them having control over us. But this is sadistic. This is sadistic actually unblocking this person to to reinforce the fact that the relationship was definitely over having him done having done nothing okay she then sent yet another email saying it was definitely over I mean and this time the explanation was that I had had so many arguments with her ah you were trying to take control and she didn't like it that she was just so hurt and she couldn't get over it all the arguments in the relationship were literally me setting a very mild boundary then her blame shifting to change the argument to something i had done wrong which she made up and me then feeling provoked and getting upset and demanding logic stroke truth her then dumping me to regain control me begging and pleading for her to talk to me after dumping me her giving me a good dose of silent treatment to control me before she accepted my pleading for her to communicate and that was the pattern that's the grooming pattern of the narcissist in the relationship particularly the female narcissist this was all born from me setting simple boundaries like wanting to spend time alone or with friends or me saying no to paying for something etc. You've hit the nail on the head. You can see clearly you can see clearly that she didn't like your boundaries. She wanted you under total control and in particular this narcissist I think has a small fuel matrix. She uses her mother, she uses her daughter, she uses social media for fuel. And she wants her partner tightly under control, paying for everything. She likes to work out her bad moods on her primary source of supply. So this is a narcissist concentrated on a small circle who she wants they all want total control. But this narcissist has groomed this person into believing she's something that she's definitely not. And he's fallen for it for a certain length of time, then seen the ridiculousness of it because the abuse was so extreme, the advantage and the entitlement was so extreme. And the setting of my mild boundaries has caused explosions, bombs going off left, right and centre. Okay, She's going to make this as painful as possible. This um, last phase, the devaluation discard phase. So we're getting there. We're nearly getting to the end. It's interesting, the end bit. She then started to engage via email, but I decided I had had enough. Because by this time, my self-esteem was literally zero. My mind racing between anger at her, the fact I hadn't been allowed to explain my side of things, the mistreatment, the lack of closure, and the fact she had made up reasons why the relationship should end. The lack of appreciation for all I had done for her. Then the fact that she told me only yesterday that she loved me. And now I was completely blocked everywhere. My mind and thoughts were an utter mess and I hit the drinking heavily with no one to support me at all. I told you my mother was a narc. This was in a previous email. So I had no contact with her. So really had no one. My relationships with friends had suffered because I'd been isolated from them the past year by my ex. I was literally on the floor and had to take a week off work just to battle through it. Thank you so much for letting us, you know, being so truthful and honest. This is what so many of us go through. So many of us just can't cope at the end we're so shocked by the discard we've our relationships have broken down because we've been trying to make the relationship with the narcissist work they've wanted all of us all of our energy all of our time and we end up with no support at the end and often a parent you know of a a target of a narcissist may have been narcissistic and groomed us to be familiar with this type of treatment, to be familiar with this type of love. And then if we only say have one parent who's a narcissist, maybe the other parent has died, maybe they're not there, we can be left really isolated at a time when we so need support. That's why this community is so very important. So guys, be there for others, share, share the, this education we need to get it out there. Thanks to work such as yours, as yours now recognized. Oh, now I recognized what was going on in this relationship. I went no contact, blocked her everywhere and have vowed never to contact her again, despite her hoovers, which I will explain because they show the level of immaturity and manipulation and how the narc thinks." Post-relationship hoovers coming in now, guys. This is very interesting. I had blocked her on WhatsApp, so I thought. I decided to change my picture back to an old picture of me as part of healing. Within minutes, she changed her WhatsApp photo in response to one I took in Greece of her. Looking all made up, at a beauty spot she knew... I had said is my favorite place in the world. She had kept this and it absolutely infuriates me that she might be using that picture to attract other men. How cruel. As I've often said in videos and podcasts, and what one subscriber once wrote to me and said, looking at their social media, and it's really hard to do when you've got no closure and you're trying to get answers and explanations, and you're dropped like a hot potato in the discard, not to look their social media, but. They'll further abuse you through social media if you keep looking at what they're doing. And she's doing this as a hoover to try and get you to come back. How did she know I had changed my picture? Because narcissists stalk us, believe it or not. Either her mum is telling her or she has a second phone to stalk me. Incredible. Incredible second phones, loads of accounts. They have all the surveillance equipment of government bodies nearly. Unbelievable what they do. She's also now posting multiple posts on her business Facebook page that are reminders of our relationship all these social media hoovers that only you know what they mean. And if you go and explain to somebody else what she's doing, they will probably think you're lally unless you're explaining it to a member of our community who know the way narcissists operate. She even went to the effort of doing an entire piece of furniture. I'm just not going to go into this because it's too identifying in the style of something that he, he romantically gave her initially five weeks now since the discard and she had posted about eight things that are related to things unique to our relationship but never actually mentioning that of course Um, a Valentine's post with the exact set of gifts she had given to me on Valentine's Day for example not a random coincidence she has not tried to directly contact me at all My email is still open to her or apologize for anything. Just these indirect manipulations to provoke me. It is very painful to see such mental illness play out. So this is the chaos of the relationship. Hopefully there is some helpful information in there that may be useful to identify traits, characteristics, and address how one should deal with such behavior within a relationship. Thank you for all you're doing. Wow, guys. Well, thank you to the writer. Thank you so much for sharing the details of your information. And it was quite condensed because the relationship went on for the year period as they often do, 12 to 18 months is when the relationship usually breaks down. You put in boundaries which escalated the discard, your discard. But the discard is definitely not the final discard in this relationship. This narcissist was not finished with you. Um, Definitely, definitely, if you did not know about narcissistic personality abuse, if you were not more healthy, if you were not, sorry, less healthy, you're healthy enough to have only taken this for a certain length of time without realizing something was amiss. Um, this narcissist was would have taken you back for about two or three more cycles until she had really done her best to destroy you and will be looking at you for quite some time to come because you were a very good source of supply in her mind. So. This is a very good example of what someone goes through and a kind of an extended love bomb of the victimization of them wanting to get particularly female narcissists will want to get their partners to play the hero or the heroine, um, depending on what type of relationship they're going for, heterosexual or homosexual or whatever. So, you know, guys, the best advice the best advice is the simplest advice: is don't let anyone isolate you. Keep your boundaries. Trust your gut. Um, obviously, give a little bit of leeway if someone has said that they're abused and you know their their behaviour is reflecting this. Ask them have they had therapy? Um, explain to them that their behaviour is still badly affected. Decide whether you want to be this person's therapist, um, punching bag. Do you want to destroy yourself in because they haven't recovered from the abuse? There's a lot of questions you need to ask yourself if you're going through this in a relationship. Write down the actions of what you're going through and weigh it up. Try and look at it logically. Look at the actions as opposed to the words. Look at what you're actually experiencing, even write it down. Try and get some clarity, go for some coaching, educate yourself on narcissism. Share the information with someone who who you think may be going through something like this, how to deal with a female narcissist is to walk away when you see too many red flags. If you can't initially walk away, put the boundaries in and see how the female narcissist reacts to the boundaries. Particularly in this case, this person wanted you to pay for everything and they were very good at the belittling and isolating you. So that's what they were working on with you. They were the main... The main ways this particular narcissist was able to get to you and they knew because you shared the information about your childhood that you were up for this abuse, that you would be resilient in relation to how long you would take it, that you had a huge capacity to put up with with narcissism because it felt familiar to you. And it wouldn't have abhorred you as much as it might have abhorred a person who hadn't experienced that in their childhood. Thank you very much again to the writer. And I hope this has resonated in relation to all genders of narcissists. um, That's it for now, guys. I will see you again soon. In the meantime, take very good care of yourselves.
0: God bless.